Thinking about food Thinking about food Well, welcome back, friends, to the Imago Nutrition Podcast, where we answer your questions and bring you practical nutrition strategies to help you and your family flourish. Uh, we've got a great question today. If you're curious about what are some of the best foods and what are some easy breakfast options and some quick swaps I can make uh, to more optimize my nutrition intake in a day per your goals, we've got a great question today. So we're going to get into that. Um, Danielle's going to do a, an amazing job, I already know, of doing food swaps, which is something I'm still amazed that uh, she does flawlessly. Um, and so I'm still learning in this regard, too. But um yeah, with that, if you've got a question, we're going to get right into it. But if you've got a question, feel free to head over to our website, imagonutrition.com slash podcast, imago, I-M-A-G-O, nutrition.com slash podcast. You can submit a question, and that's how we um, conjure up topics for this. Um, oh, something's beeping in my house. Can you hear that? Or is that you? Um, I think that might be me. <laughs> this is real life, right? That's not that's a fire alarm. I don't know. Yeah. No fire. I'm good. <laughs> Okay. All right. No fire. We're good. So we'll still answer a question today instead of having Danielle have to run out of her house and cut the episode short because we don't want me to take this one on my own. I'll tell you that. So, so with that, yeah, if you've got any questions, um, shoot them over to us and it may become an episode on our podcast. Um, so Sarah from Wisconsin asked, Hey, Mark and team, I could use some help figuring out what foods may be better than others at providing the most or best possible nutrition. Love that. Specifics like if you usually grab a bagel with cream cheese on your way out the door, try this instead. Things that are equally easy but more nutrient-dense, etc. Breakfast is the meal of the day I struggle with most. I think a lot of people can identify with that because I have no desire to prep or cook it. Can you please provide some suggestions for complete breakfasts? That, uh, that can be put together with minimal effort beyond the usual blended smoothies slash protein shakes. So lots there to unpack. No one better to unpack that for us than Danielle Glesney. So Danielle, what are your thoughts? Um, so I was just thinking about this and I was um, thinking about the food products out there. I, I wish I could get money for all the times that I promote certain companies. It's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> like maybe, if, maybe if we were better business people, we'd figure out a way to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I should see definitely a spike in some of these foods for how many times I recommend them. It's a, um, so, you know, to start off like a swap for the bagel and cream cheese, um, switching to like a whole grain English muffin or whole grain, um, piece of bread, uh, or toast, um, that would be a good swap. Dave's Killer Bread is one brand. I know it's a mm. little more pricey, but it has about five grams of fiber and five grams of uh, protein uh, per serving. And they have bagels, they have thins, they have um, toast, obviously. Um, but it doesn't have to be that brand. Anything that's three grams of fiber or more is going to help you feel more satisfied with that um, carbohydrate. And then switching the cream cheese to a plant-based fat would be a nut butter, like almond butter or peanut butter. Um, then you could squeeze a banana in there and have a little banana peanut yeah. butter or almond butter sandwich with that um, with that option. There's also protein waffles that you can do similar to this, um, which also have three grams of fiber. And um, I think close to 10 grams of protein in those waffles, those protein waffles, um, almond butter and jelly. You run out the door. You don't need the syrup, not a mess in the car. Um, 
Another one of my favorites is like a breakfast trail mix. So you do need to like measure that out and put it in little baggies. Um, but you can do that all, you know, pretty quickly for multiple days at a time. Um, so I choose like a high fiber, um, cereal. So it would be, um, five grams of fiber or more five grams of protein and 10 grams of total sugar or less. So that's mm-hmm. a good, um, kind of, we wrote an, I wrote an article about that, just how to pick your cereals. That's a good, um, five, five, 10 rule to think about. Um, one of them that meets the requirement is the Quaker oatmeal squares. Once again, their product sales should go up. (laughs) (laughs) And then I mix that with, um, nuts and some dried fruit. I prefer raisins. They don't have any added sugar. Um, but there's also other dried fruit that doesn't have added sugar as well. Um, so that's the couple, um, quick ones. Another one that's nice. You make it ahead of time. You make it at night. So you mix equal parts, oats, milk, and yogurt. So one cup, um, oats, one cup, milk, one cup, yogurt, put in the fridge overnight, um, and dish it out in the morning. It's called muesli. It's a French dish. Um, it's served cold. So it's nice for warmer weather. Um, and it's really filling because obviously the yogurt and the milk have protein and the oats have some fiber. Um, so that one does require a spoon, uh, maybe some fresh fruit if it's available. Um, but that's another good favorite one of mine. So that would be some breakfast ideas. That's Did awesome. you have any to add to that? No, I think you covered it. Um, you know, my mind immediately goes to kind of some of the backbone of that. Like that's, that's what you did was obviously super helpful and practical. Um, so I think, I don't think I could add to that. I think on the backside of that, I'm always thinking about, um, you know, Sarah, when you asked providing the most slash best possible nutrition, um, and everything Danielle said is exactly that on the backside of that, if you will, is remembering just your macronutrients and remembering that carbohydrates, proteins, and fats are all um, necessary. These are essential nutrients. These are macronutrients. Our body needs them in largest amounts, right? As opposed to micronutrients, which it still needs and utilizes, but in smaller amounts. So um, real quick, if I was to ramble on that a bit, just remember that carbohydrates are not bad, despite what, you know, keto Brad down the street tells you. Carbohydrates are terrific. They are the your body's preferred energy source. They provide fuel for activity. Um, they fuel your centris, ner- central nervous system. Um, your kidney, brain, muscle function, intestinal waste, uh, or intestinal health, uh, waste elimination, carbohydrates are a good thing. So remember to have a nice wide array of nutrient dense carbohydrate food, carbohydrate driven food in your diet, uh, protein, also a macronutrient, very important for growth, tissue repair, immune function, essential hormone and enzyme production, preserving muscle mass. It can be used as energy, but that's really kind of the back end of protein. It does a lot more building on the front end. So um, just keep that in mind, but it can be used for energy because it's a macronutrient. Um, Fats, again, another great energy source, Um, growth and development, vitamin absorption, maintaining um, cell membrane, heart health, et cetera. And I say all that because keeping that wide array, we see this in the scientific literature, that one of the best things you can do for your health is have, have a wide array of minimally processed, whole, nutrient-dense foods as often as possible, remembering that you want to be focused on those macronutrients to fuel all your body's functions and health. So just keeping that in mind, and, and the cool thing is, is if you take a look at all the stuff that Danielle recommend, she's inherently stacking up those nutrients in a very proper way, in a proportional way. So that's how we start to think about some of that when you say best nutrition, I start thinking, 
what is best for my body, right? Like what's best for a car is gas and oil and fluids, right? It's not like Kool-Aid, right? Because what the car is not designed to run on Kool-Aid, okay? It's designed to run on gas and oil. And so your body is designed to run on certain nutrients and thinking about those um, and leaving room for fun foods, but, you know, predominantly most of the time focusing on that. And so this is another thing too, Danielle, we were talking just before the episode too. I've, I tend to categorize or I try to kind of give folks and clients easy ways to remember things. So um, there's also what I kind of call like four pillars of proper nutrition. Don't think that this is all encompassing or all exhaustive by any means. But when it comes to thinking about how do I think about food? How do I, okay, I get carbs, protein, and fats, but what does that mean, right? Do I have to Google every food and take a look at the macronutrient distribution? No, but in general, in general, here might be one way, Sarah, to think about um, leaning into um, kind of four categories. Number one would be lean protein and dairy, okay? Lean cuts of protein and dairy um, and low non-fat dairy, of course, not lean cut, but lean cuts of protein, um, low-fat, non-fat sources of dairy, uh, fruits and veggies, kind of the second pillar. Um, there's also beans and legumes, of course, we know as well. Um, whole grains, and then nuts and seeds. So lean proteins and dairies, fruits and veggies, whole grains, nuts and seeds. If we all did a better job of stacking those four things into our nutritional regimen, America would be a lot better off than we are currently. So that's kind of where my mind goes. Um, and, and again, hopefully, Sarah, you can kind of see like, you can see the kind of the macronutrient pushes into some of these pillars, which pushes into some of the really practical examples that Danielle gave, right? So thoughts on that, Danielle? Did I get it wrong? Is there a fifth pillar or an eighth pillar no. that I'm missing or something? <laughs> That's good. Um, I kind of put it in, you know, just it's just another visual aid. So your plate is a circle. You cut it in mm. half. Half of your plate is those fruits and vegetables. You mentioned that second. The protein is that fourth, and the other uh, fourth is those carbohydrates. Fat, you know, you don't necessarily have to think about adding that to every meal. It's it's in our foods, um, but just doing the swaps as far as the um, animal-based to so swap it for the plant-based. Um, and I, I think there was one more thing I was going to say with that. I think protein is the hardest one for breakfast. That's what I was going to mm -hmm. say is most people are really struggling with protein for breakfast. And I think that's why, you know, these um, food... Um, companies are adding protein to oatmeal and mm -hmm. um, pancakes and waffles and all these things, because you think about breakfast foods, all of them are carbohydrate based oatmeal, cereal, yep. pancakes, waffles. Um, so we really have to think outside the box to get the protein. Um, and, and that's, that's probably the hardest. And that's why you want to think about reading those labels. If there's any protein in the cereals or any protein in this toast, or is there any protein? Um, they even made like, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, Greek high protein cream cheese. <laughs> so wow. you're getting a little, I think you get two extra grams of protein with that swap. That's high protein all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So 20 to 30 grams is a good goal to aim for breakfast and it is mm. really hard, you know? Um, so um, hopefully you can take a look at our breakfast uh, ideas. Some of them do require some prep. And so, you know, think about is my health worth it for the, 30 minutes before bed to get it ready. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe you can do it, you know, an hour on the weekend to have all of your breakfast ready. Um, I love to use like a leftover sweet potato, take half of that, put some fr uh, frozen berries on top and then some almond butter on top of that. So I call it a sweet potato boat. 
I know that one's I've a little I've seen stretch. you do this in real life. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, sweet potatoes the night before, we wake up, and there's that sweet potato back on the table in the morning when I'm up at your house. So Danielle is a fan of sweet potato boats, and they are yes. quite amazing. It's like pie for breakfast. It really is. Um, but I did have some ideas for lunch and dinner. If you want some quick swaps for that, um, you know, the warmer months are coming, you know, spring and summer. So thinking of pasta salads and um, quinoa salads would be a good swap. Mm. So so quinoa is going to be the nutrition of a bean. So you have protein, fiber, and a little bit of carbohydrates, a cup and a half of quinoa cooked is 45 grams of carbohydrate. Um, so, so that's really good. Cause if you do a cup of pasta, that's 45 grams of carbs. So you get to eat more with the quinoa. You just use whatever leftover, um, vegetables or protein you have from the dinners and then, you know, chop it up. Like I said, uh, 15, 20 minutes before bed and throw it all together. Chickpeas go really well. What I like is it's so versatile. So quinoa salads, they're so colorful. You can make them Mexican style. You can make them Mediterranean with some chickpeas mm. and feta and tomatoes and cucumbers. Um, so quinoa salads is a favorite. And then if you do want that pasta salad, a really easy swap is that Barilla Protein Plus pasta. It's in a yellow box. Um, it looks like white pasta. Most people think it tastes very similar, um, but it has its majority is made with beans and lentils and then a little touch of um, whole wheat in there as well. Um, so Barilla protein plus pasta, make a nice pasta salad. Same thing. Add those cut veggie, cut veggies and some protein, um, whatever you would typically add to, you know, a pasta salad. Um, and then these are more like processed convenience foods. So like those chicken or tuna or salmon packets, 15 grams of protein in those, um, they're convenient. You know, you can use a little bell pepper as your your chip to put those, uh, put the tuna in. Um, and then black bean burgers have, um, been a favorite in our house. Um, they're two minutes in the microwave, super fast. They have 17 grams of protein, uh, eight grams of fiber, I believe. So, um, very filling and, um, good way to get the protein in as well and the fiber. So that's my favorite part of being a dietitian is taking what you like and what are some simple things that are equally as easy? Um, so I love your question. Um, and then sometimes do think about, you know, your health is worth it. So you do have to take a, mm. a few extra minutes at night before bed for the breakfast. Um, or I like to just meal prep along the way. So I don't like to do it all on Sunday. I like to um, make half of a meal, you know, whenever I have a spare hour or 30 minutes and then keep making halves of meals and put it together as I go. <laughs> so Nice. Um, so it doesn't have to be a lot of time. So having a good balance between not making everything from scratch and not buying everything convenient. So. Well, that's awesome. And you mentioned, so Sarah, um, if it's helpful, um, Danielle mentioned, um, our breakfast ideas. So if you head over or anyone listening, if you head over to imago nutrition.com slash free, so imago, I M A G O nutrition.com slash free. We have some free resources and Sarah, you couldn't have asked a better question. 
Um, I'd like to say that we were just foreshadowing it with our documents that we're providing for free, but we have two resources up there right now, as of right now on the website. Um, number one is that healthy breakfast ideas and those sweet potato boats that Daniel talks about is in there. So we've got some kind of mix and match ways to think about your breakfast, whether that's wraps, whether that's toasts, whether that's boats, whether that's parfaits and bowls. I'm more of a parfait and bowl guy. Um, Danielle loves the boats, right? And so we've got a couple <laughs> things with like kind of some variables, some bullets, and you can kind of mix and match as like Danielle was talking about to kind of suit your preferences. So that's number one. So head there, download. It's free. You don't have to do anything. Just download it. We'll email it to you automatically. Is healthy breakfast ideas. The other one is a starter grocery list. So you asked about kind of what are some of the best foods. We talked about, you know, lean proteins and fruits and veggies and whole grains, and but kind of even more granularly um, by pantry, freezer, meat, seafood, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we actually break down some of the best foods in our opinion. It's not an exhaustive list. It's not a list of all the foods in the world that you should eat and none of the ones that you can't or anything like that, right? It's, it's, it's just, a, it's, a, it's exactly what it's called. It's a starter grocery list. And all those foods, as you begin to prefer more and more of those foods in your diet, you are going to be um, fueling your body, like we said, with those macronutrients, with carbohydrates and protein and fats and fibers. Um, it's all baked into those foods because those are some of the, the healthiest foods that we have uh, accessible to us mostly in America. So um, with that, yeah, hopefully those resources are super Helpful, again, imagonutrition.com slash free, download the starter grocery list, and then the healthy breakfast ideas, and that will definitely get you on your way. Um, and, and shoot us an email. Let us know how it's going. If you've got any questions about that, it would be fun to see how you're doing with that, Sarah. So thanks for the question. Um, anything else, Danielle? No? That was great. We got Great it. Question. We did it. Well, well done. Um, and so, folks, if you're listening, if this has been helpful, we'd love you for you to just subscribe so you get notified when we have future episodes. Uh, be sure to leave a review. Let us know how we're doing. Um, and if you've got a friend that this resonates or it resonated with you, uh, be sure to share this episode with them. We would be uh, ever grateful if we could help some more folks with the content that we're producing. So um, if you're on social media, feel free to follow us. We're at Imago Nutrition. So at Imago, I-M-A-G-O Nutrition. You're going to love our logo as of right now when we're recording this. It's a pineapple with sunglasses and a headphone because we're all about the podcast right now. Who knows? Maybe that'll just be our logo forever. Maybe we're just going to be the pineapple company. I don't know. We'll see. So look for us on social media, bright yellow logo. You can't miss it. And thanks again to Happy Pill for our theme song, which is thinking about food um, because at the Imago Nutrition Podcast, we're always thinking about food. We'll see you next time. Thinking about food Thinking about food